This is Joel Barber from The Great PNW, and we just got done recording. We talked about t-shirts, we talked about bears fucking, we talked about dicks, and some really exciting news. And we drank a lot of Rainier. This is Spocast. Hey, this is Spocast, and I'm Andrea Williams with... Nate Martin. And... Brennan Pointer. We all work and play in Spokane, Washington, and just want to share our experiences from this great city. From our favorite hangouts, hikes, and happy hours, we're here to talk about all the Lilac City has to offer. But that's not all we're going to be talking about on Spocast. Each episode, we'll feature a guest host to chat about how they're changing the landscape of our city. This This is Spocast. Oh, we're, oh we're just starting. Oh, we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've been, you've been <laughs> recording. We've been recording the whole time. Yeah. Oh, sweet. What? We're just, let's get ABR. into it. ABR. ABR, always be recording. Okay. <laughs> or ABC, always be comfortable. Or a- that one. <laughs> or, or ABC, always be closing from Glen Carey, Glen Ross. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's where it came from. The ABC is closing. I love that you said cozy. Comfortable. Comfortable. Cozy. Jesus, I can't even remember. I was actually just watching The Office. Um, and one of my favorite episodes is season three, episode one, <laughs> <laughs> with Oscar. Uh, uh, they, it's called the Gay Witch Hunt. What? And, uh, somebody figures out that Oscar's gay, and uh, <laughs> Michael Scott tries to uh, like gives him a like they have like a an HR meeting or whatever like about diversity or some crap, and then uh, Michael's like. I'm going to take it a step further after he gives him a hug. He's like, and he goes in and tries to like kiss him. <laughs> I don't know. I, for some reason, when you said always be oh, closing, yeah. it made me think of that off topic. Very much. See, so. yes. oh, that was like way off topic, but off topic, but I loved that you remembered the season and the episode number. Yeah. Well, I just watched Seriously. it last night. Yeah. That was yeah. impressive. But, uh, you know, closing sales, paper sales, all of that stuff. So <laughs> that's that's how my mind works. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like listening and I'm now I'm watching a train go by. <laughs> I love The Office. Here it's a good show. It's a great show. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. Like it makes me really uncomfortable watching it. But like in the funniest way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I can't anyway. even. Anyhow. So Joel should we Barber. start now? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of a great PNW, welcome. Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. We're glad to have you. Um, sorry, you don't really like do- or you like dogs, but you're kind no, of I like of dogs. dogs. I'm just really you had some bad experiences. I'm like scared of all yeah. size dogs at all times. I feel like they want to bite my face. We actually have two guests really? today, uh, including Stuart. We have. Andrea's two wiener dogs. So. <laughs> um, Turbo, the well-behaved one, is Tinker. is cuddled up. Tinker, though, she's been known to um, chatter in the background, so I might you might hear me tell her to shut up. Yeah, yeah, she's a sweetheart, though. So we're gonna start off with a game. Perfect. It's pretty simple, pretty right. easy game. Um, are you familiar with Tinder at all? Do you no. understand how it works? No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, wait, 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 wait. I know of Tinder. I have no idea how it works. I mean, oh, okay. well, I know you, you swipe a direction. Yeah, exactly. That's, so, I don't, that's all s- I know. You swipe like, right, seen some memes, but. like, when okay, they're... Okay, so swipe 
Swipe so, right oh, is yes. Swipe okay. left is no. 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 So oh, okay. right is yes. A lot of memes no. will make more sense now that I know this. <laughs> left is no, right is no. Okay. Um, and so I thought because you founded your company through Kickstarter, I would yeah. look up Kickstarter campaigns that are for the most insane shit. Sweet. And you just have to tell me swipe right or swipe left to see if something you might invest in. So right is good, left is yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right? Um, right so I got right. a handful of these guys. There's okay. some crazy crap out there, okay. though. Do like, you have the tiers on there, too, so we know what we're getting? I didn't. I, <laughs> I did look these, up some of them. Were these funded Kickstarters? So all of these were funded. Wow, yes. okay. Uh-huh. Sweet. Um, is it, do you have the potato salad on there? I do have okay. the potato salad. But that was one. I actually didn't. I wasn't going to include that one, but yeah. I do have it on I'll the tell list. you right now, any potato salad swipe left there's my mom makes such a good potato salad oh. it has ruined me i cannot eat anything mm. else i'm like this is garbage what what's the is does she put egg in it or yeah. like yeah, yeah and like egg best foods a little bit of mustard yeah yeah she's like just eyeballs it and uh every once in a while she'll try to like do something different and the whole family's like what the fuck don't mess with the og <laughs> recipe yeah, the, i did have the potato salad kickstarter on here Gosh. i made fifty-five thousand over fifty-five thousand dollars originally it was only for ten dollars that's all i needed to make what potato salad so in that same vein though i have one um uh chicken burrito kickstarter um Wow. Um, a guy went on Kickstarter asking for $8 to buy a Chipotle burrito and <laughs> graphed his enjoyment of it. He took home a staggering $1,050. That got accepted on the Kickstarter is what is more. That's it's like, a, kind that blows of me away. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll do that. I feel like that kind of drops him down. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. What? That's a PR move yeah. on Kickstarters. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, a lot of social media buzz yeah. about it. I mean, the potato salad one, like, made the news. <laughs> like, that was, like, everywhere. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money to raise for just potato salad. That's, like, a few Did months. Did he just deliver a recipe, or was it, like, he delivered yeah, I wonder. potato salad He's, to Well, it said um, the potato salad. He threw a potato salad-themed party with all <laughs> the extra money. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. And uh, I guess it says it was in line with all of Kickstarter's rules. So wow. He got his money didn't he also he also made like a cook like, like a a potato salad cookbook or a recipe, a recipe book? book not a cookbook oh. but yeah i think so i remember following this guy for a little bit i don't think i actually <laughs> donated money to him but i remember like i remember when it happened yeah so uh swipe right swipe left chicken burrito would you give to a man that wanted a chicken burrito no no oh, way swipe no. left on that <laughs> left left okay. so the next one is can i say yes or no that might be yeah easier. that's like really th- i don't want to say um, the wrong thing yeah so so uh the next one is meat soap um uh these guys got nineteen hundred and five dollars <laughs> to create a line of soaps that smelled like bacon beef and barbecue no i mean Isn't that's that so gross I don't think it's, I think it's very unique, but I know for me, but I could see somebody wanting to just smell like bacon. I don't know. I just feel like I wouldn't want if that. If I though. went on a date and a guy smelled like meat, I would like <laughs> vomit. Like that's like not a but good But subconsciously thing. you might be like, gosh, this is hot. But you wouldn't know. <laughs> you're like, this could is be like gross, but there's something like, about this guy. No. <laughs> there's something about He's it. the one. He's the one. I don't know why. <laughs> he took a shower with <laughs> Barbecue brisket. So, <laughs> have you ever heard of uh, the show Doctor Who? No. Oh, okay, so it's this. Uh, anyway, well, <laughs> we'll skip this one. Though. Okay. Um, 
but a guy wanted to create a rap album about the show Doctor Who. It's like this British TV show. Yes. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, it sounds pretty dumb. <laughs> um, the next one is the world's largest jock strap. This artist wanted to raise $854 to manufacture a Guinness World Record holding black athletic supporter, 10 times the scale of an ordinary one. That seems like really low for a world record. Like, oh, under $1,000, I can set a world record. Yeah, that's pretty like reasonable. Not, I mean, that, I mean, I feel like gosh. the great PW should set, give, give that set. guy a couple bucks. I mean, <laughs> let him get his world go. record. But. Do, do, I, do I like get my name stitched on it if I yeah, exactly. donate enough money? <laughs> I'd imagine he probably gave credit to all the people that donated or something. That's funny, but I guess he did end up breaking the world record for the largest jock strap. Wow, I just think that's an odd record to want to set. Yeah. I mean, it was probably just like something easy. Like, why is that a record though? Like, why would I think any- anything that can be weird. a record? Yeah, there should so. be a bar too. Like, no, that's not gonna be a record. Yeah. Like, just anything you can make that's ginormous. Like, oh, I'm gonna make a ginormous whatever. Oh, yeah, I that's mean, a world record. I could see like you know, world's largest pizza because it's actually useful. Like, yeah. a thousand people could eat this massive <laughs> yeah. pizza. I'm like, how is? <laughs> no one is going to ever be able to use the world's largest. What do you think that is right now? Like, is that just in that guy's garage? Like, just, <laughs> just hanging on the wall, <laughs> or is it on display? Like, somebody's like, we need to display this thing as a roadside attraction or something. I mean. <laughs> I'm sure it's somewhere in cent- uh, central United States. You know? <laughs> yeah. Central? Central, yeah. Like That's on a road the, trip? Yeah. So the jock yeah. straps. Yeah. You know yeah. where like, you find the world's largest twine ball, world's largest fork. I don't know. So this next one, this girl wanted to create a one of a kind a line of one of a kind tracksuits based on a dream that she had about Missy Elliott becoming president for the United States. That's awesome. So yeah, Missy for Prez tracksuits. She raised $2,492. That's I w- low. I wouldn't yeah. give my money to it, but that's sweet. I mean, I like the idea. That's Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. That's I would funny. totally give to that if I got a like tracksuit. Why is it so low? I don't I think she, maybe she had like a um like a a limited run of it or something you know she's hmm. going to make x amount of tracksuits and be done and never <laughs> make them again i don't really know hmm. um how much money did she end up raising two thousand four hundred. Oh, straight two thousand yeah. oh that's mm. you know uh this next one is called crystal bacon mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> tell me more uh, <laughs> i mean people love bacon <laughs> but uh this guy got <laughs> I'm not. I'm just. I'm reading. I'm Why looking. You're cheating. I'm not cheating. I'm just looking. He at is it. cheating. I'm very curious. Brennan, eyes up here. Oh no. man, <laughs> my eyes are up here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this guy made um, bacon-shaped uh, pieces, bacon-shaped uh, crystal figurines, basically. Out of real bacon? No, no. They they looked like bacon. <laughs> I wish. It's like some fine art. Like blown stuff. glass? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to I think it was like plastic encrusted with crystals Ooh. that was shaped like a piece of bacon. Was it colored or clear? No, it was just like silver, like crystals. Hmm. It looks very pretty, but um, <laughs> they raised $2,786. Wow. That's interesting. Then I got funded? Yeah. Wow. All of these got funded. All of these got funded. Yeah. That's right. I mean, that's a pass for me, but <laughs> it's hard to visualize. <laughs> 
I, I wouldn't be spending my money on a crystal bacon thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what are the people that actually got this item do with it? Do you think they display, display it? it? Yeah. Put it on their shelf? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. Maybe it's a baseball bat. Maybe it's heavy. It's a paperweight. Okay. Here's our last one. We could get um, Mike one. Yeah. We uh, could have. This one's called Illumable. It's a nightlight for your toilet. Mm. Um, oh. No, actually, no. Yes. A, uh, my, we have those for my kids. Yeah. yeah. They, do oh. a, they do an emoji, though. It, it, they have like a... Sorry, you keep going. But no, just, I, th- I think it's a great idea. I know idea. this. And I, I think yeah. it's a good idea. And, uh, I, I own one, so. Yeah, <laughs> so the answer is yes. yes. Uh, yeah. They raised $95,000. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I like the, t- the thing, though. They said it's for aiming in the dark or girls who fall in. <laughs> no, it totally works. That's Honestly, awesome. it, like when the li- it's like light sensitive, and you can actually, there's a dial. So you can, we did, there's a target emoji, a poop emoji, and like a smiley emoji or something. My boys love it. So I think I would buy it. Yeah. I didn't know something like that existed. Yeah, it just goes onto the the seat, the, seat. the bottom of the seat, but mm. then it projects onto the water. Yeah. Wow. So that's smart. I love that you can yeah. do an emoji. I love that there's yeah. a target. I, like I feel like some people too. need a target. Mm-hmm. Although yeah, some guys definitely need my a youngest son. Why did you look at me? No. You <laughs> looked right at me when you said some guys need a target. Well, okay. <laughs> After podcasting, my toilet is not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Joel? Oh, I was just saying, like literally, like pro, like last week, I hear all this. It's like six in the morning. My two boys, they they share a room, and I hear this just like hollering. And I get up. I'm like, what is going on? And they were both trying to pee <laughs> in the toilet at the same time. But the youngest one just gave up and decided he's gonna pee onto the floor. And we have concrete floors, so it's just like I guess it's better in carpet. And I'm like, Cruz, what why he's like, Well, Davis wouldn't let me pee in the toilet. I'm like, then you you pinch it off, dude, and you wait your turn, not let's pee on the floor. And I was like, Oh my god. Or pee in the shower or bathtub, yeah. something, like, anything but the floor. I'm like half awake and like just throw a towel on it. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> that's funny. How old, how old? Uh Oh my gosh! You're putting uh, four and six. <laughs> I'm like two. Perfect. Yeah, no, four and six. Yeah. So oh, that's really funny. Good yeah. story. Uh, should we go into Hollis? Yeah. Hollis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Hollis is. Um, we talk about our some of our most favorable things to do around the city of Spokane. I don't know how to say this anymore. Oh, like, but we, we each have, we each come up with a couple topics and we'll, 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 we'll ask you some questions yeah. and you just yeah. tell us what, what you like to do, where you like to go or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I feel like this doesn't come up a lot. So I'm going to start. Where yeah. is, um, what's your favorite thing to do with your kids in Spokane? Oh man, this is actually really easy. My boys, and we don't do it a, a ton, but they love literally. So I got, I have two boys and my daughter, Sunny, who she wants to be like in a stroller or carried, but my boys love just going downtown and walking on all the bridges. And I'm yeah. like, this is awesome. And then they'll like find an acorn. They're like, dad, can I throw us in the river? And I'm like, go for it. And they're just ecstatic about it. So they're our, they're a cheap date. We just get to like walk around and uh, it's great. So they explore Fun. Riverfront Park. And uh, yeah, so that's an easy one, I guess. That's good. That's yeah. great. Yeah, also, yeah. yeah, for people that don't know, there are like how many bridges? You just ran yeah. across them all. Well, apparently oh, really? someone... Well, said that they ran across like 28 bridges downtown Spokane. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's like a ra- wow. there's like a route I do that like I run across. I can run across like 10 to 12 bridges. Yeah. And it's yeah. in Riverfront yeah. Park. Yeah. I feel like the, them all. Yeah. I mean, there's just zigzag. They're mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah. Oh, and in yeah. the spring, I, you yeah. like the water like oh, yeah. is crazy. Totally. Yeah, it's a little scary and it's like moving, but it's still exciting. I love yeah. when you can just see the 
spray the waterfalls and just, it sprays you with water when you're on those mm, walking bridges. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, oh they're pretty God. magical. Hopefully they don't ever get condemned. <laughs> well, well there's that one was shut down. down. Well, there's one of them was shut down right there. now, yeah. yeah. Is it still shut down? Yeah, they're, is it? I don't I don't know what's going on yeah. with that. Well, I mean, all that money they're putting into the park, I hope that they're fixing them because they're really cool. I believe oh, that's yeah. in the plan. Yeah, I mean, they're all going to get Perfect. fixed. They probably needed to be replaced a long time ago. Brennan, what's your question? Favorite place to like have a dinner? <laughs> oh, no, that's not a funny question, but this uh, Andrew's reaction is funny. Um, <laughs> honestly, I find myself, and I'm going there tonight too. Like, Lucky You is like yeah. my favorite place. Their food menu is so good, and honestly, it's really funny, but like the lighting in there at night like the place just like Caleb designed it really well and I freaking love it yeah they have so, a new menu they have a new menu yeah which have you tried it yet I oh yeah actually I did I went there I was there twice last week and I went there once and I wanted to try something off the new menu but I love the fish and chips so I was like mm. I'm like I can't I know the fish and chips is so good but I'm like, oh, so I got the fish and chips and then I came back probably like the next night or the night after that. And I got the meatball sandwich and it was pretty good. Actually, it was really good. It was just, it's very filling. So if you're starving, go get the meatball sandwich there. And it's, uh, it's great. It's kind of uh, spicy. So, so. <laughs> speaking yeah. of fish and chips, Churchill's on Fridays has $11 fish and chips. Really? And In the bar like, only. It's halibut. Downstairs. I didn't know this. When is this? Fridays? Yeah, Fridays. It's go halibut. Early. It's like okay. really, really good. Oh my gosh. Um, and I on Wednesdays, they have $8 burger night. I heard about this. Yeah. I've never Wednesdays. been, but I hear about it all the time. And um, I think Mondays. It might be meatballs, meatball mm-hmm. sub. Oh, interesting. And then uh, I think it's one Sunday a month, which was just yesterday. They do miscut steak night. How was mistake? Wow. Oh, it was really mistake. good. That's so yeah, they claim I know. Um, and so for night, it's nineteen or twenty. It might be twenty one dollars yeah. now. Um, you get a about a twelve ounce steak. Wow. Um, cooks wow. however you want. That's actually with, really good. Um, really good deal. Uh, bread, butter, mashed potatoes, and uh, vegetables. Like, can we wow. just talk about their butter for a second? <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I'm not a so huge good. fan of Churchill's, but I do think their butter is delicious and their yeah. bread is good. Well, they, uh, so I have a friend that worked there. Maybe he still works there. I'm not sure, but uh, we're not that good of friends, but. An acquaintance, uh, an yeah. old friend, um, a pal. He said that the butter comes from France and Whoa. it's like a higher fat content mm. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. So it's super smooth and really rich. Wow. I put it on everything when I'm there. Yeah, I just like. <laughs> put it on, on my $60 steak, steak. On my bread, everywhere. Have it's you guys so done good. any restaurant week stuff yet? A little bit, yeah. I. I feel like whenever I go do it, I'm just like, oh, I'll just order something off the regular menu. I never do the actual deals. But have you guys found any good deals on the restaurant week? No. Um, Andrea's looking like, no. I went to Ruins last week. Really? You can, you can, you can never go wrong with yeah. Ruins. So We ordered everything off the restaurant yeah. week menu. Okay. I, I like experience restaurant week. I tend to like, <laughs> last week I wanted to go have, a, have something to eat before... And I was like, I know if I could try to go somewhere before uh, Lilac City, City Live. Live. And oh, I was yeah. like, if I know if I try to go somewhere downtown, it's going to yeah. be mayhem. Yeah. And I so think... I was just like, so I went to Lucky You Lounge for yeah. the first time for dinner, and it was amazing. So yeah, I think well, that's spe- the like, sorry, thing Speaking of hold. Ruins, that's why Lucky You's menu is so good. He's oh. Sh- chef from Ruins. Oh, I didn't oh, know that. Who? Yeah. I don't know his name. Oh. You probably should. That's I don't okay. Know. I'm not in the I wonder... chef scene. <laughs> but... 
This is what I heard. The dude from Ruins is at Lucky You, and that's why the food's so good. So, okay. I haven't had the food at Lucky You yet. Get the fries. Oh. They are amazing. Fries are super good. Are amazing. Yeah. And I was Normally like, when I'm there, if you have I'm a garlic like, aioli, you can dip can them barely, in there, and they're super good. I have two drinks yeah. in my hand. You, and should, I can. you should go there for lunch or for like an early dinner. Like It's like yeah. super chill. Like the An vibe. early dinner? What am I, like 90? Well, like, I like dinner, an early like dinner. dinner. Like, if you're going out like, on yeah. a Friday night, like... I, I like, like a eat, like, I like, like a one a.m. dinner. I like to be in bed by ten. I like to have dinner by six. Like that's me. I'm seventy year old man. <laughs> if you're not gonna go like have a crazy night out, like go have a nice dinner at like six thirty. You know, good yeah. I will. Yeah. I should go there yeah. and be an, an adult. Be an adult. Just go tonight. Once. Nappy Roots is playing. <gasps> yeah. Nappy Roots. <laughs> Hopefully, it's gonna be a good day. That's all. That about all I know from Nappy Roots. I've know. never heard of them. I thought they were playing at the Knitting Factory. I found out it was Lucky You. They, I do like that little collection, like that little collab, not collection, a little collab that they do with the Knit and Lucky You. Oh, I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, so the like the Knit will book shows at Lucky You, oh, and it's a Knitting Factory Presents show, but it's oh, at Lucky okay. You. Like that's how Built the oh, Spill was there. That. Oh, sweet. That's yeah, normally when they have like numerous um, shows on one night, or if like ticket sales aren't big enough to fill up the Knit, because the mm. Knit you're looking at like fifteen hundred people. So yeah. You know, you want it to be. You guys have like 12 more of these? Yeah. Okay. Right good. there. I'm going to grab another one. That's good. It's a good second for a little break. How official is that? Yeah, we'll give you some swag we before you leave. We have other swag too. So leave it to the, yeah. Brennan was like, God, before I think we even had our first show, he was like, I got some. I got everything ordered. So I didn't. I didn't know the podcast was like about Spokane. You didn't? No. I mean, I now I see the Spokast thing, and then you're asking about Spokane. I'm like, this is odd. Usually people just want to talk about. Oh, you're just now figuring that out. Yes, literally. <laughs> I, like, I thought you meant you didn't know that. Like maybe like a few weeks ago. Or no, something. I didn't know that till like you're asking me questions about Spokane. I'm like. Nobody asked me questions about Spokane. They want to know about like business and design. I mean, we'll talk a little may, bit about we'll that, that, but we talk but a like, lot about Spokane. Yeah. But that's and about all you, like, anybody person. wants to know about. Like, mm. so not that I, I mean, I don't mind. I like talking about. I can I can talk design and business for fucking days. But it is. We'll, we'll get there too. We'll sweet, get there too. Because I love Spokane. So well, we, we love Spokane. We love. That's why we do it. Yeah. That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> Sorry, didn't do my research. <laughs> no, it's no, it's fine. This is um, a great Nate laugh. That's um, great. <laughs> we're back from a quick little break. Nate, do you have a hot list question? Yeah, I do. Uh, so I actually, I'm gonna expand outside of Spokane. Um, well, what are you doing? Wow. You can't talk about. You can't even talk about anything about Spokane. But I'm curious since your company is called the Great PNW, like. Uh, and the Pacific Northwest is really known for its amazing outdoor activities. Like, what's your favorite thing to do in the great Pacific Northwest? Like, I've actually never left Spokane. Never. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I was like, really? I will never leave the city limits. No. Uh, <laughs> I quit. I'm your done. face was like. <laughs> I'm out. Stuart, let's go. <laughs> No, uh, honestly, what even sparked the whole idea for like <laughs> the brand was Andrew's time. Um, just camping and skateboarding around. There's so many good skate parks in Oregon. And kind of what sparked it was like I would just take road trips with my buddies every year. There'd be like sometimes 10, 12 of us. We have to rent a van and we would just spend a week or two and just cruise around the Northwest, just camping, hiking, skating. 
And that would probably be like my favorite thing. Just do you have like a campground or something or an area that you no, went to that was not like, like awesome a, and not stands like, out in your mind? Oh man. I mean, if I had to maybe like Lincoln city, Oregon, but not, not a specific campground. We never had that plan. It was just like, Oh, here's a skate parks we want to go to and we'll do some hikes and some camping and we'll just, it was mostly dictated by all the skate parks around the Northwest and Oregon's riddled with them. So, uh, and being on the coast, you can't really go wrong. So yeah, Lincoln city, Oregon is, uh, they have a massive skate park. Like, Oh, cool. Yeah. I was wondering that's why Lincoln co- city. Beach, yeah. Right? yeah. The coast. Yeah, it's on the coast, yeah. totally. The skate park's not on the on the beach, but right. like that whole town is just. I think there's it's a little a cool casino city. there. I was stuff. gonna say yeah. it's south of like south of Cannon Beach, yep. right? Yeah, I think it's yeah. a little bit south and like way south of like Seaside, which is pretty north. Um, but yeah, that's that's like my favorite thing. Just a bunch of buddies. You don't shower for like <laughs> literally like a week. I don't know if I could do that now. Is like I, we haven't done it in a few years. We still go skate and stuff, but. The full-on road trips was like an annual thing. I think it started in like 2008. We just did it every year. It's like pretty much the same group of dudes. And uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's a great segue segue into the next question. What, like, so how, what was the inspiration behind like starting at the Kickstarter, all of that? Like Now um, we're going to talk about business. Yeah, 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 no, we can talk about it. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, That's pretty easy too. I mean, so I'm a graphic designer. I do never went to school for business. I mean, I didn't even graduate from community college for design. Like I went through the two years, but I think I still have a few like, uh, I don't know what you call them, like self-paced classes I need to do. I don't know. But I was... I think you're probably doing okay. That, that was one thing I really <laughs> like looking back and I'm like, man, I wish I would have taken school more serious. But um, to your question, so I was always designing skateboards and t-shirts for like local skate shops and stuff. And you know, and they would just give me free products. So I hadn't buy, I didn't have to buy a skateboard for years because I was just like designing skateboards. And, uh, but after a while, you know, they're like, oh, this stuff is flying off the shelf. It's selling so good. And then after doing all these road trips and just skating and stuff, I'm like, there's no clothing company. The only like Northwest branded stuff is like from a gas station or like cheesy. From a uh, gas station? You know, like gas station stuff that says, like I don't know, like a touristy shop, maybe yeah, not a gas yeah. station. Like says like Spokane, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, know. Maybe not have a gas those station. Little like souvenir stands, like the souvenir and stands on like highways and stuff like that. Or yeah. just like your like a mom and pop shop in some small town, like say Lincoln City, Oregon. It's like oh Lincoln City or Oregon Coast or Astoria, Oregon. You know. So hey, you, this is from a local uh, screen print shop in Astoria. Exactly. So not, not a not that it's bad design. I'm not saying that, but <laughs> that that is like. But you can only get like the one-off that says a story Oregon, right? You're there. So I was like, okay, I like doing graphic design. These people are saying this stuff's flying off the shelves, and um, I want to do it. So I just like grabbed my buddy Mike, and I was like, hey, film me talking to the camera. I'm gonna try to do this thing on Kickstarter, and uh, then we did it. <laughs> and there, and then uh, two years later, I started doing it full time. And a few years after that, I hired Mike, and he's. Mike's my right hand man, like in everything. And actually, when I was leaving my then job at Seven Two, I asked Mike. I was like, two years ago, when when I asked you to like film me do this Kickstarter thing, I'm like, did you ever think it was gonna work out? And he was like, nope, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is, dude. We're doing it. So uh, awesome. now we get to hang out every single day, and uh, which is awesome. I like, for better or worse, I've pretty much hired 
everybody I've hired, I do, I've known them for years, but um, actually everybody's a really close friend, but some of them I've known for years and years and years, mostly through skateboarding. So that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What year did, uh, you, start, what year did you do your Kickstarter? Kickstarter? I cannot talk. Yeah. What, what year did you start that? Um, it was almost exactly, so it was February 2013, our Kickstarter ended. Mm. Um, so we just celebrated seven years, which is, uh, it's never really hit me yet. I know it's bound to happen, but I just like don't ever stop moving. But like once the real like heartfelt, like maybe in 10, in, like year 10, but I've never like been able to stop and fully let the weight of it hit me of like, holy fuck, look what we've done. Like, it's not just me. It's like a million other people behind me that have helped me do what I do. But uh, I've yet to like slow down and fully let it hit me. And it's probably because I'm scared to death to let that emotion like go over me. But because uh, I cry super easy. I'll probably cry probably five times by the time we're done. You ask me the right questions. <laughs> oh, man, I will start bawling. I'm not kidding you. Well, I was going to ask you, like, isn't it? Is it just a mind F to like walk down the street and to see your stuff everywhere? Like I can, I mean, I yeah. literally can't go anywhere without seeing yeah, see a great PW shirt, shirt, shirt or hat, everything. yeah, um, a beanie, like fucking everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, at first, but I kind of got used to it when I started designing skateboards. So I'd mm. see skateboards at the skate park, and I'd be like, "Oh, that dude's skating the board I designed." And then. I do. I will never forget. It, it doesn't. I would say it doesn't really phase me. It mm-hmm. does maybe when I'm in like other cities. Like I was just in Seattle and I was in Portland the weekend before then. And like seeing it there where I'm like, oh, in Spokane, it's not very weird. But I'm like, there's so many people here. And I'll like, I literally, I walked down the block in Seattle and like saw two people walk by with B&W hats. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Um, but it's not, it's not all, all that weird, I guess. It's, uh, it was early on when I saw skateboards, but now I'm just like, it's a little, it is crazy. I mean, it's it is just, it's weird. Cool. It's, it's weird. Just like, it's cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. It's the coolest part is like when I know something, like when I see it and I'm like, oh, I remember when I sketched that and then it became like a vector illustration and illustrator. And then I remember sending the file off to get the patch made. And then I, we had the hat made in California and then it got shipped to us and it got shipped out and this person somehow bought it. And now I'm running into them. I'm, Multiple times. I've been in Hawaii a couple times, and I've seen people wearing it. In and Hawaii. Like, in, in Hawaii. Hawaii. Two, two different trips, actually. Actually, one time I was on vacation, and I sat down. I shit you not. I sit down. I'm just like, my first vacation in like five years. And I'm like, because I'm just working all the time. And I'm like, I sit down. And I'm like, all right. And you know, like, people just have like uh, beach chairs, right? And then yeah, yeah, yeah. I sit down, and I shit you not. I look to the right, and somebody's towel, and like a P&W hat is sitting on it. And I'm like trying to get away from this. Like, you got to be kidding me. But there was this alternate, also this minute of like, that's fucking crazy. Like, what are the odds, you know? So, but yeah, I hear crazy stories of people in like Thailand or other mm. places in the world where they see it and where people come up to them while they're in these other countries or just other parts of the, even the U.S. is kind of crazy. But if you guys were to see how much this stuff gets shipped out every day, it also that makes it not surprising. She's like, we're just, just like, every day. It's going all over the country. Mm-hmm. So is where like is most of it coming from the Pacific Northwest? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. It's Spokane and Seattle actually. Surprisingly, Spokane is we we ship to Seattle area the most, and then Spokane second most, which is 
really funny because people have to pay for shipping to like <laughs> go like a few blocks from like where we are probably. So we are actually opening up our first store and like we're probably five or six weeks out. Um, you are? Oh, cool. Yeah. There you go. It's first, first. To <laughs> yeah, there you go. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Yeah. Like outside of carrying it like over at Kingsley and Stout at yeah. uh, Boo Radley's at Atticus. I mean, yeah. REI, aren't you an REI yeah, too? REI, yeah. Where, oh, wow. where is your brick and mortar? It's well, where exactly where Kingsley and Scout is. It's uh, oh, your OG, your OG office. Yeah. So Nick and I, Nick's one of the owners there, and so I was right next door to the Kingsley and Scout for three years. And uh, after just talking with Nick and just some business stuff, and we just realized, okay, if a majority of your money is coming from the great PNW brand being in there and you know, my, then I go into like business mode. I'm like, Oh, let's run some numbers. Give me some reports. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. We're both going to make more money. Let's just do a flagship store and, uh, we can carry some of the same brands. You make more money. Like sweet. Awesome. You know? So, and it allows our brand to expand. It also allows, uh, like if you order online, you order the wrong size. Like right now it's like such a headache Mm -hmm. to try to be like, our warehouse guy, Johnny's like, yeah, sure. Come Wednesday at one, you know, or like, it's just, we don't, we're not set up to have people come to our space. So, yeah. but a retail environment you can. So, uh, so are you going to like, is, are you going to like knock down a wall? No, Kingsley and Scout's going away. <gasps> it, it, they're just, and it's going to be the great PW. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. cool. Yeah. Exciting. No, it is what it is. It's like, yeah. right. I mean, to get very businessy, it's like, well, Kingsley and Scout has five owners. And they have five? Yeah, which is like... Are they oh, still wow. going to have the, the, the canned beer in the back? Yeah, they'll still have the bar. Okay, yeah, good. totally. So and it's just one of those like logistical things. Like It is what it is. You don't need to have five owners for a small menswear store. I did. So um, I loved that uh, I would shop for my ex there all the time. Yeah. And it was always great because I could go in and get Matt whatever, have a beer, and then like yeah. leave. It was... Totally. I loved Keensley. So that's... That's yeah. cool that the beers are still staying. Yeah, beers are still staying. <laughs> so. Kind of eases the like when I get my you. Total. You probably won't even know much will will change. Like it'll be the signage is changing. Some of the brands are not going to be there. We've already stocked it like full of PW stuff. We've kind of had this plan for a minute. Um, so Nick's been just carrying more and more PW products. So that transition is more seamless. So that's where I got um, like my Rainier swag. I just know like that's yeah. where you can have like, I feel like the biggest selection. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to push that a ton. You know, Atticus still does really good business with us. Yeah. Um, that's another thing with business. Like I have to be fully aware and just of Atticus being, they were like the first retailer to like take a chance on us. So like I have to be, that's where kind of the, business hat comes off and the personal is like i don't want to do anything to like hinder yeah. a local business by me just doing my thing with a buddy of mine down the street well it's not really down the street that's the thing it's it's far enough removed yeah it, it hopefully won't affect them i so, don't think it will i bet no. you atticus is more like people coming out of town it's like right in the yeah. heart of downtown oh, totally. and it's like very like a oh yeah gift central anytime there's like bloomsday whatever like they just boom they just put in a huge order and they stockpile it because it's all just touristy people going through there so oh yeah i'm sure yeah which is kind of crazy. If like our seventy retailers 
around the Northwest, like Atticus moves a ton of product. You have for, 70 retailers? Yeah, wow. yeah, give or take. It's usually like 70 to 90. It's like always fluctuating. So I will um, never forget my mom was up in Seattle and she was at some gift shop and she sent me the Rainier stickers and she didn't oh, put yeah. two and two together. They came from the great PW. Oh, and she was like, yeah. look at these. And I was oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm aware of them. They're <laughs> like from Spokane. Yeah, that that's what funny. people think we're from Portland or Seattle. And like when they find out we're from Spokane, it's, pretty sweet this last actually in 2019 i really approached that year like going into it like we're going to own that we're like from spokane and not be like early on i didn't want to like the first few years I'm like no we're we're so much bigger than nobody needs to know we're from spokane and we want to be more broad but i mean a lot of it was we did we did this new space the new build out and stuff so we we're able to show that off more and not that our space in monroe was anything that I wasn't proud of. It was just, um, and then also working with Inlander a ton helped us like elevate, like, oh, we're from Spokane. We have a lot of Spokane pride and we're going to like let that be known. But up until probably two years ago, we didn't really promote that we were like a Spokane brand. So yeah. do you have any plans to make like products up just like Spokane centric at all? No, um, we, we might for the retail space. Cause we want to do like, like store exclusives. Oh, um, cool. So, yeah, we probably would do some Spokane stuff there, you know, but no plans to, like, have it on our website or anything, so. You you did a co-thing with uh, HoopFest last year, right? Yep, yeah, last two years, yeah. Oh, last two years, yeah. Yeah, actually, you'll love this. We just, I just got a meeting with Bloomsday. We're doing one with Bloomsday this year. Awesome. Yeah, oh, that's so great. Ready. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's really yeah. exciting. Yeah. Uh, sure, I, uh, like a, a separate shirt that you'll be, like, will it be for sale after Multiple, even, yeah. So oh, they, awesome. they saw what we did with HoopFest, and mm. uh, sorry to cut you off with your no, question. Fine, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, with HoopFest, we've done that last two years. Those guys are fucking awesome. Like, I love working with HoopFest. When they reached out, Actually, the connection came with Tyler Lafferty, who you guys probably know from 7-2. He's been my mentor in all of this since day one. And he linked me up with Matt Santangelo. Matt and I met. That was super cool. We just clicked right off the bat. Boom, we did We did year one. Went really well. Did year two with HoopFest. Even better. So now we're actually planning year three right now because that's in June. Um, but Bloomsday was like, you want to do that with us? Um so we're doing a smaller capsule. We're doing like, uh, I just had to mute them today. Actually, it was there was a hat, a long sleeve, and excuse me, Rainier. All, all the Rainier. I yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> uh, two tees, a long sleeve, and a hat, um, and that'll be exclusively available when like at, like uh, the pickup, like the registration oh, cool. pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll have a booth there too for the first year. So awesome. So that's another thing. Like Nick Lewis, who owns Kingsley and Scout now, yeah. which is going to be. Um, doing our retail store, um, he's going to run all that. He's been running all of our events this last year because he's so good at it. Yeah, we saw him at Snowlander. Yeah, at Snowlander. Yeah, he did that whole thing. It was like, that was all him. He's like, here's what we need to purchase. Boom, boom, boom. Let's, let's do this right. Cool. And uh, yeah, so, f- and he's just an awesome, really freaking hardworking dude. And yeah. like, that's why I love working with him. And he's a good friend. So He, uh, once I, I wanted a wallet from there from one of the like leather vendors yeah. and he like fucking like text me and like got yeah. out to reach out to the vendor and got yeah. it a different color i mean like yeah. i was so impressed i was like you've got my business oh, totally. like from now on because it was just yeah. it was customer service was i feel like awesome. that's a good like i have to uh ban at westward leather i'm assuming that's, that's who it is yeah yeah, totally. yeah. oh like, my gosh th- this yes. this wall is so 
awesome. Like this is how awesome Ben is, is I wanted this wallet. And so I think I bought it from him on Instagram or something. And he's like, well, where, where are you at? I'm like, Oh man, I'm in a meeting or something. He, he literally, he's like, well, just pin your location and roll your window down. I'll throw it through your window. And like, he just like, so when I got out of my meeting, it's like sitting on my driver's seat. I'm like, dude, Ben, you're so awesome. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Those wallets are so great. And oh, like the yeah. one that I got, my exit was like a lighter shade and it was meant to get darker totally. and it like, like it looks even better after like the oh, first year having it. Totally. It's, it's a like, really great gift for like, anyone. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I need to own like three of these. Cause if it, this thing ever like goes anywhere, I need. I like that these. size. So that he, like. Here, here's the beauty of this thing. That's, I, I like the slenderness of that. So this is the great thing about this wallet. So one side is black and one side is yeah. what natural leather. So, because I have to have like personal and, and then business, business. Mm. business is black, personal is on this, the natural hide color or whatever. And it's saved my life for like years. I'm like fumbling around. I'm like, oh, which credit card is it? Or yeah, like, yeah. Oh my, I've, I've saved like hours on my lifetime right here. Just not having to fumble around with the wallet. So what's the, what's West, the westward, called? westward leather. Yeah. And yeah. they're based on Spokane. Yeah. Yep. Oh, He's cool. a natural, All like handmade. legit. Yeah. Dude, nice. it's like have to look that up. killer. Ben loves this stuff so deeply like just not just like the leather but just like the culture around like leather products and like the heritage of it like he's Mm -hmm. one of a kind for sure so solid solid gift yeah for myself yeah yeah i guess i could buy it for somebody else as well (laughs) so do you do most of the design then for all of your products i I wish i freaking wish yeah for the first few (laughs) for the first few years like that is what I do is like design. But for the first few years, first like five years, I didn't even have a another designer. The first designer I hired was Taylor Clunt, which you guys probably know, Clunt Hosmer. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, Taylor's dad, um, Darren. Darren, yeah. So so yeah, so that's that. funny. And Taylor and I, I worked together that, at seven two. He was at fourteen four, and I was at seven two. And so I hired Taylor, and he was awesome. But then really funny is that you talked about tinder is he every monday so this is only there's only three of us at this time it was my buddy quinn who works in the warehouse taylor and i and every monday we i would take everybody to breakfast we'd have like a meeting it was going on because we were just a small team and every monday taylor had this awesome like tinder story or bumble story (laughs) and quinn and i would just be laughing our asses off that just always tinder gone wrong you know so um so yeah, so we would, that was the first time I had to like let go of like somebody else is going to design something. Like it was 99.9% all me for like five years, mm. like Oof. everything visual. And it was hard to let go, but I I knew if I wanted the business to grow, I had to find somebody who's right. competent enough that I, uh, you know, could employ to do design. And he like Taylor crushed it. He was great. He was really awesome. But then he he, he did say like what he's like, oh I have to leave. And he, he literally's like, I've exhausted Bumble in Spokane, so I'm moving on to California. Stop <laughs> it right and now. Wor- and worked for like he works for the software company. I think he still works there. Yeah, some huge company. And and I get it. He's young. He wanted he went from seven two and fourteen four where there's a ton of people coming yeah. and going to like there's three dudes in a building. Like, come on. So so yeah, after about a year, he went there, and then um, then I was able to. I hired Mike Miller, which you know he's my best friend. To be able to just be in a position 
that I was able to do that. And so he left 7-2. And now, now I have another designer who actually I used to work under at 14-4. I also used to work at 14-4 right out of college. Um, but Derek Landers, who's been doing this longer than most people, like he's he has more experience than I do. He's been doing this for 25 years. Oh, wow. He's so valuable because of there's a depth of like wisdom of design that comes only with years. Like you could be extremely talented, like a young little fucker who's just like, can just bust (laughs) out designs. But there's just this wisdom that comes with like the patience and the fucking care over like the small things of design. So Derek has that. And that's where we're like totally on the same wavelength. So I have to crave direct everything. So yes, everything visual has to like come through me, but it's, it's very weird when I have to like, scratch on a post-it note. I'm like, can you design this? I need Sasquatch grabbing a can, doing a peace sign. And then like Derek <laughs> will knock it out of the park, like way better than I ever could. That's and, a good shirt. I know that shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like right now we're doing all our Rainier stuff that's launching in Isn't May. Isn't that from Rainier, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah the Sasquatch it is. one. It yeah. is. So, um, but like right now, honestly, I got to do some design work the last like day and a half, like over the weekend. But like 90% of my job is not design. Like maybe, if I'm lucky, like 10% of my year is that. But I have to, it does force me to be like hyper, like concentrated when I do design. But then I put a lot of pressure on myself to be like, I better fucking kill it because this is like the only chance I get to do any design with my own company. Um, So I'd say, but when I do, like I put the pedal down. So I'd say when like a normal line comes out, half the stuff you see directly came from me and half it came from Derek. Um, and then maybe like one or two from outside or from wherever. So whether that's a design intern or we paid somebody. Um, but as far as like hours spent, I don't, I have to move, I have to work really quickly now. How so. many people do you have working for you now? Like in um, the whole, the whole company? There, there's eight of us um, that are there every day. So okay. between our print shop and the great PW. Um, and then, yeah, just we randomly freelance people out for different stuff. So cool. I was going to ask yeah. that. Yeah, if you guys ever do collab designs, rarely, rarely. Um, no, we don't really do much outside of us. Sometimes people are like, honestly, they're like, hey, you want to buy this design? And it's like fully done. I'm like, 70 bucks? Fuck, yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. You know, so that, I'm like, sure. Like, that's on Instagram. I'd say every season for the last like year, there's probably one or two that we've spent less than a hundred bucks on, cool. which wow. doesn't feel as genuine because it doesn't come from us and it but doesn't cool meet the, the mark person. though. Like, it's cool. It is like cool. Like to yeah. be like, oh my gosh, like yes. that's mine because it is such a well-known like. Yes, absolutely. So that is cool. It's, yeah. So it's just, it, when it doesn't come from us, it's just not the same. Like I'll, if I buy something from somebody, Internally, as a group, we're just like, all right, we'll put that out there. But nobody's like proud of the work, really, because we yeah. didn't do it. You know? Yeah. But yeah. How many collections do you guys do? Oh, on a given year, you know, we have four core like spring, fall, summer, winter, and then like uh, random, like Rainier. And we'll do a couple collabs during the year. So, how did Rainier come about? Jeez, that was 2000. I'm speaking of, I'm going to grab another right here. No, you're fine. That was, uh, they hit, they hit me up like in 2000. This is year four. So I don't know, 2016 or so. They just reached out and were like, hey, let's do this. 
collab thing and we just did it they were been super super cool to work with they uh they've just from the start been like yeah just mesh the two brands together oh thank you um like they've never been like hardcore like our brand has to be huge and your brand has to be little or like but even like the creative direction like we we show them a deck and they're just like cool do it like the feedback is so minimal like so minimal they've just been super cool for us being genuine to our brand and they have a really cool brand so it's it's not a hard sell like people and that's one thing i've learned is people fucking love the rainier brand which i had like Mm -hmm. no idea there's so much pride yeah Yeah. there's a lot of like it's just like it's like the state it's just even though it's no, it's still actually there. It's still brewed over in Seattle. Some of it is Some it because, like, I know during Prohibition, we learned from Renee yeah, of ra- of raising California. the bar. They moved to California, California, Texas, I think, and they they still do some in Seattle though. I think it's like their pale ale or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They have to have some type oh, wait, of roots in there. They have more than just the. They have a few. Water. Yeah, they have like have a, a few. shandy. Yeah. Well, Joel just you yeah. just posted something about uh, their c- coffee, like their hard, like oh, Paps, Paps, no, but no, but, but Paps me, does, no, <laughs> no, no, no. So Paps owns them, so oh, okay, they're one and the same. So Paps, oh, I, didn't I didn't know, and that. it's been a little confusing for me because over the last few years they've made this transition. So Paps has always owned them since we've worked with them. Paps owns like twenty-two breweries ish, oh, um, hmm. so. I think Olympia's in under that umbrella. PBR definitely is. Rainier. So it's weird. So is there going to be an Olympia line? Because that's the other like That'd pride. Be cool. And you know what's funny is actually I, is I really. Sorry to like cut you off. I was like, wait. No, I, I really enjoy Olympia. It's really good. For as far as like the more inexpensive beers, like it's pretty good. Uh, but no, so they, so that's something. Paps, they're so good to us. Like that coffee, like they fucking stalked us with probably, I don't know, 20 cases of that stuff. <laughs> Like, That's and it's great. coffee beer. I'm like, we can't have it. We need to drink through this now because everybody's going to be drinking this every morning thinking like, oh, I can just, this is okay, right? Like, <laughs> they gave it to us. <laughs> but we did just have this, like, uh, an open house, which, oh, wait, wait, Andrew, you were there. Yeah, you were there. I barely remember that. Night. There's a lot of, there's a lot going on. Oh, my, I slept at the office that night. It was you like, did? Yeah, like four of us slept there. Yeah, it was. Oh, that's kind of, that's kind of, like, fun, though. Oh, yeah, that's what's great is, like, yeah, they're, they're, it's pretty homey, our office. and uh, But we went through over 400 Rainiers that night. It was oh supposed God, to be like a small God. get-together. Like, hey, word of mouth It only. wasn't large, though. No, it, wasn't it wasn't like, maybe, it was like a few hundred 400? Beers, 400 Rain? Over 400 beers, yeah. How many kegs did you go through? We Well, one main keg, and then, oh. uh, which I, I can't remember. I, I think there's like 200 beers, 260 I ounces think, in there. Yeah, yeah. Something, I, like I that. something like that. And then... Just a shit well, ton of Rainier cans, and uh, kind of the beautiful thing about Rainier though is that you can have so yeah. many. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no, but I'm sorry. Like people will like make fun of me because I like am such. Um, I'm a little bit of a beer snob, but like I'm like, yo, like if we're gonna meet at five and you want to see the show that starts at eleven, I can't drink hazy IPAs from five to eleven. Oh no! Way. I can have two of those and then I have about thirteen of these. Oh, no, no, that <laughs> just, is like, such go. the truth. If I drink it's, like one IPM, like I'm fucked up. Yeah. I need to drink like. <laughs> 
10 of these and I'm like, I'm so good. There's an <laughs> art like, to socializing for long periods of time yeah. and Rainier is a good, it's a strategy. It's a <laughs> tactic in my party tool belt. The Rainier okay. strategy, I like it. Yeah. yeah I like it. <laughs> should market that and sell it. That's great. I love it. Anyhow. I've never drink Rainier. Do you want to try it? No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't fresh one. So when you when you started the Great PW, where you were just working out at your house, right? Yeah, yeah, in my basement. It's like it's one of those just normal stories like anybody's. Right. Start in the garage, straight up, like in my basement, like, and it started like when, like right as my son was born. So he's, excuse me, man, it's right here. I know. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He's almost seven. He'll be seven in April, but like. Yeah, I pretty much started the company right as he was born. So, like, literally, I'd, like, put him to bed, and I'd go to work. Like, here, here was my normal day when I was at 7-2. I would wake up at 5 a.m. I'd work on the great P&W stuff, go to work at 7-2, come home, do all the dad stuff, dinner, like, put Davis down for bed. He's in bed, right back, and work 7-30, 7-whatever, till whenever. And I did that until... Like, self-righteously, I'm like, I'm just going to fucking do this till it breaks me. I can take on the world, blah, blah. Like, I can do two things. And, like, I'm just a crier, right? Um, so I'm just in the backyard, out of nowhere, playing with my son, Davis. He's two years old. And out of nowhere, I just start bawling. And I just stop. And I'm like, where is this? Fuck. I'm like, and I knew it was the weight of everything I was doing. I was just working nonstop. And you can do that in short sprints. I don't think anybody can do that long term. I know when I have to, like, it happens every, a couple times a year. I'm like, I have to fucking buckle down. I'm going to sprint for like a month, six weeks, eight weeks, and it's going to kill me. It's not sustainable. And everybody wants to, like, trump that. Like, oh, that's so great. Work hard, hustle, like, all that bullshit. But you're like, no, that's not a overly enjoyable place to be. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, for me, it's hard. I would say, for me, I do enjoy it. I love being fucking drained. I don't like it on the tail end. I'm like, this isn't, when I'm like week four, week five, I'm like, this isn't, this isn't fucking fun anymore, but this is what I got to do. But so with, with, what was your question? I was asking you about where you, where you started it. I mean, you started, like, yeah, like you started. Like, yeah, yeah, like you started. No, this, yeah. Is good. this is a, but this is great. Because, I feel like, like it's really, it's so like good for people to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And so. cause side hustle, like that's a thing. I mean, we even like doing this podcast. It's oh, yeah. like, fuck, we're drained. You know, like mm-hmm. we work all day yeah. and oh, yeah. then you come here and I'm yeah. always like, oh, okay, here we go. But then at the end I'm like, <gasps> your dog just peed on my floor. Oh, no, she didn't. There's no pee. Yeah, there is. Where? Where? I don't see it. I don't see no pee. I can see it. It's right there. You can't? Yeah. I don't see no pee either. I can see it. What was she doing? She, like, had, like, paws. <laughs> can I, actually, can I take a pee real quick? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The bathroom is out. We will be right back. Hustlin'? Yeah. So. Oh, hustlin'. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but how do you, so yeah, like yeah. B- b- balancing that, like you, I mean, now you, you 
with kids yeah. and working like and traveling and do you yeah. travel a lot for with um no I only have to travel like a handful of times mm. a year for work. It's mostly just Seattle. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I really have to go to uh go to Portland every once in a while, but mostly Seattle because REI is over there, Zoomies is over there, our sales rep is over there. Um so we do f- some photo shoots over there sometimes. So Mike and I'll fly over or drive over. It just depends. So, yeah. Yeah. But there's uh oh, yeah, I guess we were talking about, like, the moment when I realized, like, I can't fucking do this. And I was just playing in the backyard with my son. And I was just like, okay, like, this is my fucking wall, which I, like, self-righteously put so high up. Like, I'm going to fucking go till I hit a wall and then. Joel, you just hit that fucking wall and you have to know it. You just do not like push past this because you will regret it. And I think there's just something about being that moment with my son and realizing like if, under any other circumstance, I probably would have like pushed past it. I'd be like, oh, fuck everything. I can push past this. But knowing I had that moment with Davis in the backyard playing, there was no other answer besides you're quitting your job at 7-2. And, and that was another thing I, I somewhat, regret how long I put it off because of my mentality of like I can fucking do two I can have two incomes like that's what I want to do I'm going to push till I break so when I left 7-2 I don't have that like to me like an awesome story where every entrepreneur not every but a lot of entrepreneurs like I had to just like jump with no safety net and I pursued my dream it's like actually had quite the fucking safety net because I already had grown this business to something that I knew it could sustain my like salary, my lifestyle. So that's one thing I really do regret is how long I like created the safety net to jump into. And I wish I would have like had that unknown because I don't know if I've really had that in my life of like, Oh, I'm just going to jump into this really unknown and pursue my passion. I just created a big safety net for myself, but it was still very scary it was scary because I remember like day one, like, oh, nobody's fucking writing me a paycheck. That was one thing I didn't realize. Like, wow, I had it really good at seven too because I just went to work and I got more money. I went to work and every two weeks a check got written to me. Now my insurance, everything is on me. Like if I fuck up, there's no paycheck coming. So that reality was pretty daunting, but it was like a small, like, oh, whatever, let's just keep going. So, Do you think Great PW would, would have gotten where it is today without you leaving 7-2? Like, do you think if you would have kept on pushing and carrying, towing that line between the two jobs, you think it would have yeah. gotten to where it is today? No, I know, and it's no, it's impossible for it to. And and truthfully, I was, gosh, who was I just talking to? I was talking to somebody the other day. It's like, um, I, I, sometimes I really f- wish I could, like, put the brakes on stuff and be like, like, we're okay, like, where we are. But two things. One, I just fucking don't have it in me. I do not have it in me to fucking slow down. And it's one of those things, maybe later in life I will. But, like, right now, I just, like, I want to see how big we can get this thing and, like, have as good a time as I can with all my friends and be fucking stoked to show up to work. And even when I'm doing like stuff I don't want to do, like 90% of my job is like shit I would rather not be doing. I'd rather just be designing. But like, so there's that part of it is like, I I can't, it's not in me, but then I can't, like the beast that is this brand is, it like keeps wanting to be fed. And 
because I have Mike Miller who came from 7-2, I have Derek Landers who came from 14-4, and myself, like we all came from like the marketing industry, so we don't know how to like put out just like shit content. We just like don't have it in us. So like even if we wanted to like, it just, the level of what we're doing, I feel like constantly makes it grow. And it's just like this never ending fucking, I won't want to say party, but like, it's like <laughs> we work really, really hard yeah, and it allows us to do really fun things. And like, it's great. And I get to employ people that I love. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing is like, Every single day, like, I get to work with people that I really genuinely fucking love and I have their best interests in mind. I know these people have my best interests in mind. And as long as we keep that fucking family circle close, like, it's awesome, you know? And, like, the weight of that sometimes, because I don't see myself as, like, any type of leader, like, oh, I'm going to run all this is happening because I had this idea. But, like, when it hits me, like, fuck like everybody's getting fed because of like my work and not just like fed like food fed like the financials like no we're like digging into like your fucking life like spiritually emotionally like when we do quarterly reviews which like a new thing we're doing is like i want to know what your fucking life goals are like how can i help you meet those things like if you want to meditate or do yoga like three times a week fucking write it down and have we're gonna hold some accountability to it and we're gonna work backwards from those goals like so much is like, oh, fuck work, fuck the money. Like, that stuff doesn't really matter. The money, that stuff happens just from commerce. But, like, the real stuff that matters with business, anytime I can do anything that's outside of fucking writing checks and doing dollar transactions, like, that's the only thing that really matters. And at the end of the day, it's like, can we do something that makes any type of impact with the world? And it's like, I feel like sometimes few and far between that we get to actually make a difference because... I like to think like, oh, we're doing this, you know, we're putting out good design stuff, but fucking nobody needs a new t-shirt. Nobody needs a new fucking hat. Like you have more than enough being in America. Like, so. But we want it. Yeah, but you want it, you know? So it's like, okay, fuck, if we get it, if I can, I really try to lean into is like, sweet. I get it. I get to employ some people that really get to thrive in the work that I provide for them. So like these people get to really do maybe not like what they're called to, but what their talents are and they're fulfilled, you know? So like on an individual basis, like as far as a product puts out, like I, our backbone is like strong design. So like that's what we sit on, but we're not fucking changing the world making t-shirts, you know? So, yeah. I would like, I'd like to think like there, there's only been one moment. This is also kind of sad because I don't like, reflect overall like we're doing a ton but there was one night where we've been in our new space since since october but like it's like seven o'clock at night and fucking like my younger brother and there's another dude they were just down in the gym and the music was fucking going and then my buddy jesse pierpoint was down doing a mural there was dudes still screen printing in the back still people working upstairs like it's way after five and i'd like walk downstairs just to check on like whatever, see what Jesse was doing. And, and like, and the, like there's rap music going and stuff. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Like when I look back, I want this to be like, this is some cool creative hub. Everybody's just like stoked to be here. Like, it's not that it's work or that it's, that's one thing I don't, I, I, and I've tried. I remember in 2017, I made a goal. I'm like, I want to have a good work-life balance. Like that is a goal of mine. 
And like when I set a goal, like I really try to fucking go after it. And that was when I like, and actually, and then I kind of had to own up to like, okay, the world's perspective of like work life balance doesn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean that it's right or doesn't necessarily mean it's right for me. Because like, if I fucking love this work, why the fuck would I think like nine to five is okay? It's not okay for me. Like I need to be working. I love it, you know? So, so that was one thing that I don't know if it was a goal that was missed, but I definitely was like, I need to have a better grasp for I'm working too much. But it wasn't the case. I wasn't but if you're having fun, much. like yeah. that's the like that's the dream, right? You get up and you're yeah. not dreading going to work. Like you're excited no. and you get to like yeah. work in this culture that yeah. you built. I mean, I feel really strongly about yeah. that at the wood shop. I mean, they totally. invest in us like as individuals yeah. so much. And I'm just like forever grateful and growing huge. from it. Huge. It's so fucking huge. Because you're there. You're there at work with these people, not necessarily even just the work, but like the people you're around, you know, like those are so much of like your family, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. This bermudgeon right all, here. Absolutely. All day, every day. Well, Damn near. It doesn't necessarily mean like how much time you spend at work versus <laughs> outside of work. It's like how much like you enjoy being there and the interactions you have with the people yeah. at work. We cry at work a so. lot. I Out never, of love. I never cry. Bullshit. Oh, dude. <laughs> Mike, Mike and I probably cry on a weekly basis. I <laughs> cry every... I cried today. <laughs> Just because oh. I was so like over... I Happy have a, or sad? It was like a mix of, of like a lot of emotions. But also like when you... I think there is like this this fine line of like, yeah, I can work 50 hours. Yeah, I can yeah. volunteer 10 hours for AAF. Yeah, yeah, I can do two podcasts. Yeah, I can try and date. Yeah, yeah, I can try and have a social life. And then I'm like, I break. Yeah. Yeah, so like it's oh, totally like relatable. Totally. You're stressing me out this hearing your, You're the your, same your, fucking way though. It's I, like, I yeah, I can work. Except you like, I'm single and you're married with twins. <laughs> well, that's like why, like why I appreciate listening to you talk about like having that work-life balance and like, you know, hustling. And it's just like, yeah, it's it definitely could see that in the great PW just definitely been hustling in Spokane. And yeah. I guess that brings up kind of what I want to talk about next is like yeah. this new space you you just yeah. opened up. Like yep. so you're doing your printing. Yeah. What no, what's that called? That's called Bison Printing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was uh, that was probably the only like not only, but I remember when that like that clicked in my head like, oh, fuck, we should just do our own printing so I knew we had to build a space or move or buy a space like years ago I saw that coming and I'm not some like financial dude but like I watch our numbers I mean obviously I have to to run the business right yeah. that's like not my thing but that was one thing that I saw and I saw our printing costs grow because think about it what are like hard costs? Like we sell fucking t-shirts, right? Mm-hmm. That's our main thing. So as we grow, our expense to print shirts is going to grow at pretty much the exact same rate. So it was easy. It was easy to be like, oh, here's where we're growing. Here's where this expense is going. And uh, don't get me wrong. I really loved working with, we worked for with one print shop pretty much exclusively for like seven years. And that's because like, even this is totally in the apparel industry is like, everybody wants um, wants you to buy from, like, distributors, right? Because you can, you can buy the same blank t from, like, five different places. But, like, I just stayed loyal to our print shop and I stayed loyal to our, our distributor as everybody else is trying to, like, grab our business. And I'm like, 
no way. Like this is what we have. There's there there are things that like sounds so cheesy. Things that money can't buy, but there are things that are more valuable than money. And like relationships, uh, yeah, too. I, like, absolutely. The relationship is like, yeah, I'll, I will pay up for a service if I'm getting if the relationship's there and it just makes sense and it makes my quality of life better. Right. So, um, so yeah, with the new space, we decided to bring the screen printing in house, which was huge, huge on the business, like financial front, you know, granted it will be till it'll be the end of 2020 till we really see the full picture. I have our projections. I see how much money it should be saving us. But the biggest thing is like, now it's like designed upstairs, printed in the back of the warehouse, shipped from the front. I'm literally fucking doing press checks in like two seconds and, and not yeah. going out to the valley. Like and I you're was, saving money. Oh, we're saving money. We, so major. I mean. Major. And, and what's great is I was able to employ, not even employ, like my buddy Grayson, he owns Bison Screen Printing and like basically provide a job and a future for one of my childhood friends. Like, and then I get to work with him too. Like. And we've known each other since my first day of seventh grade. So it's like wow. <laughs> so awesome. And we get to fucking work together every day. And like like his his family was like my second family. Like his dad, Rob, like big Rob, fucking he comes from an entrepreneurial family. Like Grayson is so much more business minded than I am. So we're like I'm like more creative. He, like seeing the stuff he does with bison, I'm like, oh shit, I should really implement those with the great P and W. And so they're like our in-house print shop. So about half of the volume of stuff they're doing is bison, but they're, we're printing for already a ton of places in Spokane. So um, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I was just going to, yeah, I remember going, um, seeing your space, and it's a fucking huge I know. Two huge pieces of equipment. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, well, there were like 10... Or like twelve, sure. There's a, it's fucking huge, and I was oh, so and like yeah. the wall of colors. I was like, this is great. This yeah. is so cool. And then at first, I was like, how can people get shirts printed here? Like, yeah, yeah we need some shirts printed for uh, Spoke. Spoke <laughs> We do, we do. We actually are Perfect. talking about doing shirts. Well, it can't be. So this is funny. So Tyler Lafferty hits me up, and he's like, hey, um, I have a girl from I don't I don't know where. It's like a college. Like she's a, a really small run of shirts. Uh, can you put me in contact with Grayson? I'm like, oh yeah, totally. Grayson was like, I'm pretty sure this girl needs two shirts printed. I was like, oh, oh, like, oh, oh so like, like a small one, run. Two. Like, <laughs> I go, what do we even like? You charge like forty dollars a shirt at that point to even make it worth our yeah. time. I mean, truthfully, she'd probably be better going on like Etsy and find somebody to do a direct garment printing or something. But I, I don't two know. Shirts. We try to like, be like you know, minimums like. 24 or something oh good you know? we uh, need like minimum like what 250 if we're gonna sell yeah something yeah like that. Mm-hmm. yeah we need we'll talk about this yeah, later <laughs> yeah yeah dude if you guys need any help with sourcing any of that stuff a big thing is like like we're working with bloom saying who fest like it's kind of funny around um it's most clients what's great is because bison prints for the great pw they want like that expertise so they're like hey i need to print 100 shirts well, what should my size breakdown be? And you're like, oh, oh yeah. Let me tell yeah. you. Here's what we've learned over seven years. Oh, that awesome. So that way that's you're not really sitting great. On like a shit ton of mediums because you just ordered wrong because that's not your expertise. Yeah. Like, that's ours. That's so true. cool. So that's what's great is we're just able to flex with Bison and be like, oh, yeah, we print for the great PW. And we actually, like, we also brought some of our headwear manufacturing in house too, which has been huge. So. The more, the more, like the more I can bring machines. stuff in house and just hire more of my friends, 
Huh, the better. Like I just I would I would rather give a dollar to a friend than fucking some random person in California. Absolutely. You know? It's better That's on awesome. like so many reasons like levels, right? It's like better for you, it's better oh, for the yeah. company, it's better for your friends, it like benefits the totally. Spokane like business like the whole thing. Oh yeah. We've I haven't talked to a dude in, in Spokane who is like want to do some cut and sew stuff. I'm like, wow, we can actually do fabric cut and sew, like not outsource anywhere else. Obviously the the rolls of fabric probably are somewhere else, but yeah. like um, so that's like pretty exciting too. Like oh, cool. that would be sweet. So potentially, so all exciting things. Yeah. To come. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have so. any exciting, like anything you're excited for you guys are releasing soon that you want to share with us outside of your upcoming brick and mortar store? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, oh, fuck, I like love, I, I really do love like most everything we do on any given day. I hate to like just talk about all the Rainier stuff. But that's like the next thing we have coming up is our Rainier line, which launches in May. Our Bloomsday stuff launches the same day in May, actually. So we have a busy weekend, uh, which actually the Rainier party, which is always uh, f- it's fucking crazy. Um, May 1st is actually going to be at Lucky You. I was just going to say, year. is it going to be at Lucky You? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yes, we're bringing it back downtown. Our first year, we were downtown, the Washington Cracker Building. Yeah. And now, you know, year four, we're bringing it back downtown. Cool. Um, and May 1st? May 1st. Gosh, it's going to be a busy night. Yeah. May 1st? <laughs> I have Bloomsdays. Like yeah, they're, Bloomsday. They're, op- they're, yep. They have their they're open. Like, oh. dinner that night. Yep. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just dinner. And yeah, are you like now. in the elite? No, I'm not in the, he's an I'm ambassador. Not, I'm an ambassador. Uh, okay, I figured you'd be in like the elite. Runner. No, I'm not. In the Are you in the blue right. group? Uh, I'm Hello. gonna right. be with second seed. Nice. Oh, second, so, oh, second so how, how, what's like your fastest bloom stay time? Uh, like, <laughs> oh, that dog's that dog's excited about. Oh man. What? Stop. We're recording, bud. Stop. <laughs> you like like Stuart? Stuart, hey, excuse me, but I'm gonna need hey, you to like chill the fuck out. My fastest time is like 49 minutes. Okay, so, so fast. You're fast. I'm, 49 minutes? That's fast. That, that, that is fast. That, that's really fast. That's fast. That's fast. Uh, I mean, that seems cool. Real. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I don't, well, they used to be like, they are, they, so they, used, to, they used to be. Dude, they've been know. running. They've been running. They have been running, yeah. Yeah, I was sitting up cold. Like, actually, <laughs> I, I, uh, he fucking, uh, he did some shots of him skiing on his Instagram the other day, and I was like, Dude, you still fucking have it? What the heck? Yeah, wasn't like, he doing like backflips and backflips yeah, and stuff? No. Yeah. So Cole Cole was a huge. I mean, still him and Trav both. Um, I I had I talked with those guys on a monthly basis. Like, but early on, like they were, they had, they had already crossed so many bridges that I'd never mm. been across. Yeah. So and and Cole was huge, influential. Early stages, I didn't know yeah. what the hell I was doing. He's like, he's like, just do this, this, and this. Like, focus on this. A little so, background. Um, yeah. So me and Joel went to the same high school together, yep. and he graduated yeah. oh, okay. a year before after uh, after me. After, 2003. Yeah. So do you know Ashley Graham too? 2004. Ashley, that's a name sounds really familiar. She All graduated right. with. We us. We talk about this later. <laughs> Did you go to uh, Spokane? No. I'm gonna say what. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, Joel and I went to high school together, mm-hmm. and. His friends, um, and I would consider my friends too, uh, Cole Krasilius and Travis Hartnov, um, started Crochet Kids International. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, and they, but they're based they're based out of California. But uh, you based their, your model kind of after, mm, well, not not not, after not, the, not, not the business not the model, model, but, the model like, but like so much stuff. Like early on, I asked I asked Cole, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, like what do we do for like. So many rain years in here, and I'm like burping up a storm. Like, this is probably like this is year one. I'm like, 
Actually, I remember taking the call at 7-2. Actually, I will tell you the biggest mistake I ever made in business, and Cole was there for me. I'll tell you about that in a second. Do we have time for that? Oh, yeah. Okay. But so as I called Cole, like, it's like year one, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know, companies want us to sell wholesale. They want to sell in their store, but I'm like, I'm not ready for it. And he just said, then, then don't do it. He's like, he goes, I guarantee if these guys want your product now and you don't have your shit together, they will want your product in six to eight months when you do have your shit together. So he's like, just don't worry about it. Focus on direct consumer. That's your biggest profit margin and that's controllable. Like they like crochet kids were gonna do a huge deal. I mean, it was it was a big thing. They were in Nordstrom, and all of a sudden, so they're banking on like eight hundred thousand dollars or more actually coming in. And all of a sudden, Nordstrom's like, no, we don't want to buy. So when you're in those big bucks, like we don't make any decisions based off what REI wants to do. If REI wants to buy something, fuck, put that money in the bank. We're not making business decisions decisions off it. So that's one thing I learned from Cole. He's like, don't fucking make huge decisions off these big box stores because i mean most of our stores are these mom pop boutiques like atticus that there's one maybe two or three locations most of them are single locations where i'm dealing directly with the owners there's not buyers um so yeah so cole and trav really paved the way and they were you know the super close friends in high school and uh yeah so they're uh Cole definitely it's so Trav's a CFO so he's like money guy so if I have like money questions talk to talk to Trav um and then Cole's just you know he runs the company so bigger vision picture stuff but I called I I I might have them both on the phone at the time I fucked up like year and a half ago or so so bad I and Granted, I just didn't know. So we've been shipping to REI since 2015. Did I tell you about this? Yeah, I think you told you us did. at camp. Yeah, you told oh, us at camp. Yeah, I told you yeah. guys about yeah. this. But and our I listeners shipped, don't know this. I ship like over $50,000 of product without the right like tags on the neck that said, what's it made out of and where's it from? And so I've been doing this for like years. <laughs> and then one person, an employee at REI is like, this doesn't say where it's from or something. REI decides to audit all of our current order we just shipped plus everything else for the back season. And I'm like, and they're sending it back. And I'm like, so now we're like, we owe REI $54,000. And I'm like, those fucking checks that you already paid me, like those are cashed and gone. I don't have $54,000 to give you. Like, sorry, we need to figure something else out. So I just told them like, look, we got to figure it out. They were super cool. They're like, you put that information in there and send it back. We're square. So I'm like calling Cole and Trav and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck am I going to do? There's all this stuff's coming back. And like, and I think Cole was just like, dude, just chill. There's a solution. We kind of talk through it and get, Oh, you're on your way. Right. And really all what, and this is such a headache. And so we took, Oh man, the spreadsheets we had to make <laughs> for Zo- Zomar Print Shop was probably like fuck you guys, because it was stuff from past seasons. So there might be like ten garments left, like ten of this certain shirt. We had to make a spreadsheet of every single garment and be like, hey, can you add to the tag? Here's the design. Add, you know, twenty percent cotton, thirty percent whatever it was, and made a Nicaragua on every single tag. But then you had to design it in a way that it had to like line up and if it was off, it was okay. Cause it, you know, with screen printing, it's like very precise. 
So long story short, we fucking got through it. We powered through it. We sent three pallets of garments back to REI, but which I knew was going to happen. It just bit us in the ass because now all of a sudden they're sitting up. So they, these buyers, they buy for certain floor sets. They're like, oh, spring 2019. All of a sudden our shit's like two months behind. So now they're sitting on it in a season they didn't even account for. Oh, so now when it comes God. time to buy for that season, they're like, sorry, the great PW. We're still seeing all your fucking mess from like months ago. We can't buy. So thank God I don't make any business decisions based off that. Because then I'd be like, oh, we're like letting people go. You know, we, do, we don't do anything based off REI money wow. or Zoomies money. It's, that stuff's like, oh, cool. We're glad we're in your store. Uh, <laughs> Smart. Like, so th- that was like the biggest, like, oh, fuck moment. I can imagine what that <laughs> but felt with, like. But with <laughs> anything, yeah, spicy armpits. <laughs> yeah, but with anything, you're just like, fuck, you got a solution. Got to figure it out. go. Don't cry about it. You just keep going. You didn't cry about it? No, I didn't. I don't think <laughs> I did. I probably st- I stressed. For sh- I remember I, gray I, hairs? I, I probably yelled like, fuck, fuck. I do that quite a bit. Like if Same. something happens, <laughs> I just yell fuck. And like that's that's usually my go-to. I'll yell fuck for maybe a couple of those and then <laughs> and then move on. Then you fucking move on. You just got to go. There's no sense in like wallowing in like, oh, I, this person's pissed or this vendor's pissed, whatever it is. Fuck, fix it and go. move let's on go. yeah if you have to eat the cost you eat the cost and you just go because either way you're eating the cost people are gonna fucking cry about it and it's like affect every <laughs> other stuff like it's, then you're worse off yeah give yourself a couple seconds be fucking bummed and then just move on. but the biggest thing the biggest thing is like learn from it fucking learn from it. then you just chalk it up as like i just paid for an education <laughs> like, there you go i paid to go to college i'm paying for this right now like that's the fact of it. The and, and then you can sleep at night. Otherwise, you're like just like dwelling on it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you can sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. So. So I'm curious about um, this billboard that you guys had. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He goes, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. I mean, yeah. What do you want to know? I, was it, was <laughs> it planned or was it just like a happy accident? Plan? Oh, it was 100% planned. And the fact that, like, I knew it looked like two bears fucking. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Like, What's this I hear about you hiding dicks and everything? Oh, man. There's a benefit. Yeah. It's, Is I, there a dick in that logo right now? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, no. The only, there's been a few billboards I've definitely, hung, and that was probably after the fact. I've t- totally hit. I mean, so it's funny. So you think about a graphic, then you blow it up you know, 25 feet wide, that dick is like five feet <laughs> wide. <laughs> so, uh, oh, hell yeah. That's, I mean, that just comes from my immaturity as a child. I would like to see, I would like to see something that you've hidden a penis in and I would like to try and find it. Oh, I, I should totally show you. So can uh, after I need to see that. you should, okay. that so, sh- oh my God. So, so yes. my, my brothers, I, we went to do this one billboard and I sent it to him. And they and my my younger brother Connor just goes bottom right corner like totally knew there was just a dick I was like damn I thought I hid that one so good and, uh, <laughs> bottom right corner but it was pretty funny because like my my parents they they love every everything I do but it was funny because this one time we I hit this dick and this this graphic and it was on a billboard and I I go to show my he had stopped it off so I'm like dad look at this, this is so funny he just, and he's like I remember he just looked at it and like wasn't he was like ashamed but like he didn't even <laughs> laugh and I'm like. Oh fuck! I like let my dad down. Like he's not proud of me. And uh, but because the billboard was up and I had photos of the billboard, he was just like shook his head. I need to see some of these. 
Oh fuck. Uh, yes. This is before you I, leave. I, I, I wonder. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll show you. Before and like leave, Lamar yeah. didn't catch these. They didn't. Uh, no, they didn't. And that do was, you work with James at Lamar? Who do you work with? Oh, Billboard James? No. Yeah. No, I don't. I work with Melissa. Bill. Yeah. He's your middle circle. I only know Billboard James. James. He came into my office and he's like, hey, I'm Billboard James. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Billboard James. And it, he said that? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I love yeah. James. I actually love Melissa and I worked together at Kicks a Y for oh, hot minutes. No she's way. fucking oh, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kerr, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. She's great. And then um, Billboard James. That's amazing. He's my James, rep. Super cool. Oh, nice. And I remember the first time I talked to him, he's like, well, actually, like, I just broke my wrist on a Lime scooter. And I was oh, like, God. were you drinking? He's like, yes, I was. And I was like, we're going to get along great. So Dude, like, those Lime scooters are together. sketchy. I swear. I'm not. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You <laughs> I forgot. I saw that. Dude, yeah. So what happened? What? <laughs> you take your hand off those and they're fucking squirrely. I grew up yeah. racing motocross. No joke. <laughs> My brothers and I were sponsored motocross racers. I, you take a, line, a hand off a lime scooter, and I'm like, I'm about to go down. What happened? <laughs> Pretty much that. Indian um, goat show. Um, we went, oh, Indian goat. Indian goat. do it. Um, <laughs> and I was actually going to hang out with Nate at Blind Buck. And so we, it's like it's like midnight, right? It's midnight, past uh, yeah. midnight probably. We take a lift from Lucky You yeah. to Nito Burrito. Yeah. yeah. And then Brennan's oh, like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to Blind Buck. And we were like, okay, you're probably walking or something. We're like, bye. Yeah, um, so I ha- hopped on a lime scooter and I was <laughs> like, buzzed up. Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. was, oh yeah, I was Labor like, uh, <laughs> I was behind. I don't know. I was like, like buzzed or drunk? Like, drunk. Oh, okay. like we had been okay, drinking drunk. since okay. like five. Like okay. this is like so not we, rainier either. Oh shit. Um, I'm gonna lose my Boomsday ambassador shit. Uh, <laughs> and uh probably shouldn't say that. Um but uh yeah, it was just oh, I was drinking too much and I just went down and just oh tried to I tried went to went down turn, an alley. Tried to turn and duck and roll and just hit my face. So first. what bro oh she was your face. It's my face, my teeth, yeah. Like four. Are your, are your teeth real? No. Fake? Like I, I, like half of them were fake. Like right like it was like it was like <laughs> I have only because I have a partial fake too. I should know it's fully fake. It's fully fake. It's not <laughs> partial. It was partial, but then I was like, they tried to put a full fake one. I'm like, just give me the part. You don't need to grind my tooth down to a nub. And they after the fake one didn't work, so they they had to grind it down. Yeah. I've knocked your tooth. I have to get a, like a, a full fake tooth. Like I gotta get an implant. So. Yeah, that's what they had to do to me. They. Yeah. They ground it down to like oh, a stop. fucking Shrek looking yeah. up. No. Yeah. No. yeah. And they just kept with the real thing. No, they got <laughs> they, go. I got to get mine removed and like, oh. they got like, and I have to go get surgery. Uh, so some, what was the lesson learned? The lesson we learned is do not ride yeah, a lime scooter. Don't drink sober a lime. Even. Fuck, I, I've been yeah. sober and almost went I, down those yeah. I wrecked one sober. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I was trying oh, to hold a milkshake. So you, you lost the milkshake, correct? I like had like two oh, sips of my eight dollar milkshake, and it was like wobble wobble. <laughs> they are so sketchy. The second a hand le- like, I yeah. I just yeah. watched it. This this is funny. I just watched an Instagram video of people going down lime scooters. I'm like, oh those <laughs> fucking idiots. I'm I'm in San Jose with my girlfriend. My buddy Sam's fighting in San Jose. We're on lime scooters, and my buddy calls, and I'm Facetiming. I'm like, dude. And I'm holding it with my wrist, so I'm driving. I'm like, no. Oh, dude, we're we're on lime scooters. We're in California. Then I, I take it off. I'm like, whoa, shit. And I like <laughs> almost go down. And like, some dude we pass goes, 
that guy's going down. And I'm like, oh, dude. And I'm like, Will, I got to get off the phone. I literally fucking almost ended up on a fucking Instagram because I almost went down on your on this damn live screen. And that's when I realized it's the one hand. It's, it's the one second. It's the one hand. You, you can't, can't do it. You can't yeah. do it with one. It's yeah. the way it's designed. All tight. Yeah. It sucks um, if your nose itches or something. Yeah. Okay. It likes to push your glass. Don't I'm do like, it. Don't do God, Peyton and I would go with like yeah. hats on and looking all cute in the summer and then they would like fly off and we'd fucking wreck <laughs> trying to like grab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta hold the hat and Dude, like they're sketchy. Line. Yeah, they're uh, very sketchy. I will ask you about the bear thing one Oh yeah, Oh yeah. Um, do you regret it that everyone asked you about it? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I will say I am surprised you guys brought it up because it's been about two years. But two, Has it really been two years? It's been two years. This is so funny. Like literally the news, some news station oh, called me uh, on the one year anniversary. Shut like, the fuck up. Hey, this is so-and-so from like uh, fucking Cram to you. Like, they're like, where's the billboard now? And I go, it's, what do you, what do you mean? It's like in storage somewhere. She's like, Oh, so there's like, there's no story. I'm like, no, there's no story. What do you, what do you, like, what do you, like, they want to know where, like, she must have had it on her calendar. Like, this has been the one year anniversary. <laughs> and they're going to do a follow up story. But I will say, it, it is, it's confusing when I, like, when I tell somebody, like, I'm not shitting you. Like, I lost a week of work from just so many spokesmen, Inlander, every local news. And oh, wow. there's a handful in Colorado just hitting me up email after email. Dude, I got emails straight up. This one dude was like, Joel Barber, you are what is wrong with America. And I'm like, shut the fuck you. Shut up right now. Oh, yeah. Like, 99% of people was like, it was awesome. But, like, the biggest middle finger is like, fuck you. I made $20,000 in a week off a t-shirt. A bear's fucking. (laughs) Like, say whatever you want, buddy. Like, whatever. And uh, But that went fucking crazy. We still sell that shirt. Oh, yeah. Like, I have friends that are from Spokane that live in other states, yeah. and they, like, probably wear the bare fucking hat oh, and the yeah. shirt. Like, it's yeah. total, like, a it's like a next-level Spokane pride. Oh, dude, we, we, <laughs> dude, we've literally, we just looked at this. So we're not, we're what, halfway through Q1? We're just about yeah, midway through? Almost, yeah, almost, yeah, yeah. Yeah, end of this yeah, month, right? Yeah, so anyways, yeah, yeah. We're, we're two out of three months, right? We just, so we do it as a sticker as well. For some reason, the sticker sales of that thing is like went off. Like we average like thirty of those stickers a day. We sell. Wow. Oh my god! The bears. You're like, that's awesome. I wouldn't like me personally. I wouldn't wear the t-shirt, and I would not. Who drew the bears? I did. Yeah, that was totally. Yeah, that was like yeah. totally planned. And that's that was the funniest thing is with all the news stations. They're like, did you know what it looked like? I'm like. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm a graphic designer. <laughs> I know exactly what you're looking like, what you're looking at, and it's like I hide dick pics and all my. So designs. I was gonna say the moral <laughs> of the story is you hide dicks everywhere. Exactly, I, but I like will say, really. I've never hidden one in like a P and W shirt or anything. But like that's that, what it was. But like a deeper conversation about that is like as a graphic designer, you're like, oh fuck, graphic designers have so much fucking power because you're really, in a sense, brainwashing them. You're trying to dictate how they think from color layout everything if you're doing you know if there's photo or video involved or motion graphics like you really have to think through what the fuck is a consumer of seeing this what's it going to trigger and you're like oh fuck i have a lot of power in my hands right now and you don't think of it you think of like oh i'm just a graphic designer like no you're going to like fuck some people up by like what you put out out there like depending on what you what your agenda is Mm -hmm. like you can go left to right really hard. And like you have a lot of power with that skill. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people might take that skill as like, oh, I know how to do some layouts. Like, no, you can actually do some fucking damage. Like, mm-hmm. do it. 
you know. So, <laughs> Go do yeah. it. Go fuck it up. <laughs> I just thought the replacement billboard was great. The, I was, the rebuttal yeah, to it was what makes me like that was love good. that so much. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh, the, 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 the little couplet. The no. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Cup, the baby. Right? I, can't, yeah. I can't even take credit for that. That was actually a dude I went to school with. Uh, Dan McElfish emailed me. Shut the fuck up. I worked with Dan McElfish at iHeart. He oh, worked at no SCCU. Oh, so That's he, so funny. Dude, he hit me up. He's like, dude, you should do a follow-up billboard with a bear cub. And I'm like, oh, dude, I... I I don't think I can. Like, that's going to take forever to print. And I emailed, uh, not Melissa. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to. No, no, it's a good chick. I'm, I can't remember. And I, I'm so indebted to, I'm so frustrated. I'm blanking on her name because the only reason that billboard happened is because she was going on maternity leave and she knew it. The girl that Melissa replaced. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I don't remember her name. And like Lindsay pushed, or someone. She pushed the, the billboard through like instantly. Usually it's like a day or two till I get approval. I'm like, absolutely. Well, I got art approval right away. I'm like, approve what like why did this come through so fast and she, because she's like yeah this industry's really boring and this would be fun and i knew i was gonna leave anyways i uh, i but it was dan's idea that's and i was awesome. like no it's not gonna work and then i i hit up lamar and they're like oh we can print those in like three days i'm like yeah fuck now i gotta draw a bear cub and like let's do it so yes yeah, so that was the follow-up yeah i think it's good just for anything to like working in the industry and um People, even some of my clients were like willing to like push the boundaries a little bit further yeah. after seeing that. And I do I think so, that yeah. it it is it's kind of inspiring and kind of yeah. gets us to like think a little bit outside of the box because yeah. we can definitely play it safe a lot. For sure, yeah. Um and yeah. I think it also like I think I think it also like pe- brands just need not need to not take themselves so seriously. Totally. Because like totally. we we live in like I think the saddest thing that came from the whole bears fucking thing was that all these people came out and they're like, I'm offended. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like you're offended about a bear standing people. about another bear. And oh, like, that is dude. just like, we like we, it's a 21st century people. Come on. Like, what's that? Oh God. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I was just like, this is, like, because I remember being on social media, like yeah. on like Krem or KXY. Or you live for those comments. I, I like, think Krem, I think they post like the the later that year was like, it was their number one story yeah. of the year on Facebook. And you're like, okay, that says something. So that, that for me, I'm like, oh, okay. If all these people are fucking stoked on it. Good PR. I'm not super good childish. PR. You other people are thinking this is fucking funny too. And, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's comical. It's, it's just com- like, it's lighthearted. Funny. It's two bears. Yeah, you should do something fucking... else. You have, you have something else up your oh, sleeve. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I've been trying to tell Eric. I'm like Eric or Derek. Eric. Derek. I'm like Derek. We got to figure out what do two eagles look like when they fuck. We need to make a shirt. And but think about it, it's actually kind of hard. Like they're flying. Like what do you do? Do to they make... fuck when they fly? I don't know. But you have to make. They got it. Gotta, they got to be like. But you have to make it look like, like they're not fucking. You have to make it look. Like, that's the thing with the bears. It takes a second look at first. You're like, oh, a bear behind a bear. Oh, it's fucking in the ass, right? So <laughs> with the eagles, you have to make it look like they're tapping it, but they're also flying. Like, I mean, they. I wonder. Hmm. Yeah. So it has to be like a second look thing. And that's that's what I knew with the bears. I'm like, oh, this is going to be like a double take. And one thing that I would, which I knew was going to like go crazy is I did tell actually Nick Lewis, who owns Kingsley and Scout, hey, I'm going to run this as a billboard. What do you think? 
I go, and I, and we were talking about, I, I told him, I go, I think it'll last two weeks, but it'll probably get taken down. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're probably right. And then, uh, what was it a day? It was two, one day. Yeah. One day. Yeah, yeah. And actually our warehouse guy at the time, Justin, he had, I think he had fucked something up and I was having a hard day too. So I was like, well, let's just go downtown. Let's go look at the billboard and let's walk up to judge bros and get a coffee and turn our day around. Right. So him and I go, we park and we're, we walk by the billboard like, Oh, that's pretty funny. And then we're walking up to Dutch bros and traffic is stopped. And this guy roll, this stranger rolls down his window and is like to us strangers. is like, Hey, do you guys see those bears fucking behind you? And I'm like, yes, yes. This dude's going to yell at two strangers that there's bears fucking like, this is going to be a thing. But yeah, the next day it got taken down, which, which that's like, will probably forever rack my brain is like, what, what would be better that it got taken down or should Lamar have left it up? I truthfully believe Lamar should have left it up because then it could have been a case study to be like, look, everybody was like, oh, print media, Your marketing brand print, case print media study, isn't case, measurable. Case How, what's the ROI on a, on a, a no print shit. ad? Absolutely. Well, I mean, but not, you can not measure even. It online, like, it's so, a total case study. Yeah. I mean, not even if the fact that it was only up for a day, yeah. it's like the sales and like the idea behind it and how you definitely was like, I'm going to put this on a fucking shirt, a oh, sticker yeah. and a hat yeah. and people are going to buy it and they will continue yeah. to buy it. Oh, totally. And yeah. it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, you could probably contribute so much sales from all that, from just that one, th- oh. that one day. That's, oh, that's totally. crazy. Yeah. Because so it, crazy. because it went down in the news, the news, like what I were should, your what were like I, the hits to your website that day? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I could look at the numbers I bet wise, you that's but fucking huge. It definitely spiked. But here's the thing: like, even with like some crazy spike, right? It's such a. It was really fun, but it's such a drop. When I look at holistically for a company, like, we could have gone without it; would have been no problem. Like, it's just such a little, little blip on a radar but it's, it's super awesome but there was a time like literally i got off the phone like i'm talking to one news station and i'm like all right and my phone's like beeping i'm like oh yep all right talk to you later and then i'm like click over and i'm like oh it's another news station who wants to talk about this it's cr- it was crazy it was just i don't know funny spokane like oh it's which is great which is why i fucking love and i have forever loved spokane because i used to make skateboard videos and they would just be packed out and it was super fun but i'm like spokane is the size because we, we need to talk about spokane on your podcast absolutely uh, that's, that's our last question is why spokane why spokane why spokane because yeah. it's a fucking perfect size because think about it. I try to do this shit in like San Francisco or some bigger city, say Portland, Seattle. Uh, it doesn't really make a hit. But like on a on a really small like grassroots level, like anything you do in Spokane, you can make something substantial and it fucking means something. And you're not like one of a thousand other people trying to do the exact same thing. And so it's at a good size that you feel like you make an impact, but it's small enough that you can actually make the impact. And it just, um, I don't know, it's just a very fucking awesome community of just like, I mean, Andrew, how many times have we crossed paths? I mean, oh, hell, we, we crossed paths at Lucky You, what, last week? Yeah, last Brennan? week. Yeah. The best part mm-hmm. was when we were yeah. at Lucky You, and I was like, hey, Joel, this is Brennan. G-, and then you guys yeah. were like, I know, you, oh, we I know, know like, each other. Yeah. <laughs> Brennan, this no, is Joel. No, the best Joel, is when I saw you Brennan. at Berserk. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't even go. You can. It's fine. I, I can't remember exactly what you said. You're like, Joel, I'm so fucking wasted. I'm so sorry. Or something like, sorry, what? I don't give 
fuck? Like, it was like the middle of summer too, and it was like an emo night or something. It was something. volume. Oh, it was, was a volume? volume. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like so gone. Oh yeah. I was on all sorts of things, oh, yeah. and I was like, I'm wearing your fucking shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, you were in the yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, what? But yeah, no, more recently, I saw you again, and I was like, I am so wasted. I'm so sorry. And you're like, Andrea, you gotta stop telling me oh, that yeah, you're yeah, so totally. wasted every yeah. time I see you. And I was like, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, like, sorry. yeah. I'm I just sorry. like it's hard to like. Uh, it's because it is a small town. It's definitely. Totally. I forget that I even when I let loose, I want to yeah. that I'm. It's still very fucking visible. No, I I feel you. Like that's that's something that in probably 2018 I came like I actually I I got super. I'm a very like. Um, I don't know, like not closed off person, but I'm pretty shy around people. Like I don't know. Like, thankfully, I know you guys, Nate. I know you now. Um, <laughs> but like, and obviously the Rainiers helped me. Just like <laughs> I will tell you anything you want to know. Um, but like, but like I'm pretty closed off, and I used to get like super, super stressed out in like large groups. Probably like probably around 2018, because dude, I would be like at lunch or something. Or I'd be at the gym and people would be like, oh, I like love your stuff. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, so I feel like all these strangers that I don't know, like know who I am. Like, it's a very bizarre thing. I don't assume anybody knows who I am, but that caused this stress and being in Spokane, I was like, fuck. And it makes me like, I can't go out and fucking party and go black out because I'm going to say or do something extremely stupid <laughs> and be like, that's a fucking guy who owns a great PNW that shit show over there. And I'm like, Oh fuck. So, but lately I've just been like, yeah, whatever. Like if I am, who I am like, whatever. Like I, you don't dig no. it. No, I'd be like, I will in a work setting be like, Oh yeah, I've seen you out. And I'm like, oh, fuck. When was it? God, <laughs> Jesus. Like they're like, yeah, you were, yeah, you were out like you. And I'm like, fuck, like, we're done. Like yeah. I was probably <laughs> doing something so inappropriate. It sounds like lucky yeah. use like the buffer. Like I mean, dude, there's a lot. I, I mean, I've kind of backed off a little bit. I, I probably, you know, I just had to like, it got a little out of control there. Dude, <laughs> I love it. I'm like, if I'm going to, same thing of just like employing friends. I'm like, fuck, if I'm going to go somewhere, Carly and Caleb, Carly and Caleb are like real good They're friends. So great. Take my money, sweet. I'd yeah. rather give it to you than uh, somebody I don't know. So yeah, they're yeah. good people. Yeah, they're awesome. Solid people. Yeah. All right, wrapping it up. That's it. Yeah, thank you so much. For- <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's, That's like this really great. Like this is like oh 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 we're starting and then it's like oh that's it well thanks for coming on no <laughs> yeah thank you so much for calling Joel yeah, yeah. yeah thank you yeah it was really was great, great talking to you super fun hopefully I didn't ramble too much no oh yeah. you were great we all fun. of our shows are so different I mean especially like our first show we had um Luke and Ginger on I'm excited I didn't want to look and it up and look, I listen to podcasts every morning so I'm excited we have hours of content no. <laughs> awesome no, I'm excited but we've had Carly on and just like it's no funny way. to hear like all these Sweet. different people uh talk and i think the longer that we've That's done awesome. it we get like it just gets i feel like it gets better and better obviously yeah, we're improving yeah. we get feedback yeah. i mean fuck the first and the three of us went somewhere people were like oh you're spokast and you're just like Oh, the yeah. eyes are everywhere. I mean, it's very That's flattering sweet. and it's exciting. That's really um, cool. But also, it's, it's yeah. It's a weird feeling. It's a weird Dude, feeling, bro. for That's sure. Awesome. And That's awesome. That goes with, like, Spokane. Like, you can That's, do something that fucking mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. No, yeah. it's awesome. And there's so many, like, good things going on here that, I mean, we have our guest list yeah. is, like, a page and a half of That's names amazing. the people that we want to talk to. And we've been doing this since so August. last, yeah. yeah, August. So Sweet. Yeah. I'm excited to listen to them. 
Like, yeah. I had no idea when you're like, hey, let's do this podcast. And, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and I didn't even look it up podcast? what it was. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, well, sweet. Thanks. Well, yeah, thank you, Joel. Thank you for coming on. Yes, thank you All guys. Right. Bye. Bye. Keep up with us at spokast.com. That is S-P-O-K-A-S-T. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Spokast Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Spokecast Productions. Produced by Brennan Pointer, Andrea Williams, and Nate Martin. Original music composed by San Silvis. Thank you for listening.